everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Two Moms and Some Labels is a podcast for parents and caregivers caring for a loved one, uh, specifically a child with a disability, to come together to network, commune, and to just gain ideas on how to persevere through challenging times. My name is Brittany, and today on this episode, we, we are always looking for, you know, some kind of like respite care, some help, like we need qualified individuals to be able to take care of our children when we're trying to work or maybe just have a spa day or something, you know, uh, a getaway for the weekend. And so it's so hard to find consistent care or just care where people are qualified and have experience taking care of children that have disabilities. So today with me, you know, I'm always trying to share resources in the community and oh my gosh I have found a great resource and um, I hope that you guys are going to treat yourself after this to uh, this company to be able to take some time to relax so uh, I'm going to let them take it away uh, if you guys want to go ahead and take it away and introduce yourselves all right hi my name is Kayla Obamani um, and I guess Tavi, you can introduce yourself. I don't want to speak and, for you. <laughs> and I'm um, Tavi Matthews. Um, we are co-owners of XL Babysitting Company. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very excited to have this company open. We're been open for a couple of months. We're relatively new, but we're super excited. We're super anxious. We really, like you said, we really feel like this is very needed for our community. Um, so we're just happy to be here and be able to chat more about our business and have your audience learn more about us. Yep. Yes. Um, like I was saying, you know, it's like always so difficult, even with, you know, typical nursing companies and things like that. And sometimes we don't want to have to go through all the hustle and bustle of the insurance and the paperwork and all that and the uh, yes. primary care, sending an approval, you know, we just sometimes want to put, put everything down and just go out to dinner and not have mm-hmm. to worry about, you know, all that paperwork and stuff. So well, can you guys tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got started and what made you open this business? For sure. So both myself and Tavi are um, behavior analysts. So um, both of us have experience working with children um, with special needs, specifically those, usually, primarily those with autism, um, ADHD, other developmental disabilities. And um, my background in undergrad, I worked as a nanny and a babysitter. And um, even when I first got into the behavior uh, field of behavior analysis, I continued to babysit for families with children um, who have children with special needs. And due to our ethical limitations with our ethical codes, as my like, um, career grew as a, a behavior analyst, I became more limited in being able to like work as a babysitter, just time restraints as well, and ethical dilemmas with not being able to serve families that I also served as a behavior analyst. And I just saw that so many families did not have any resources. We live in Jacksonville. It's a Navy um, town. So a lot of families who are here don't have any family here. Or um, a lot of families just don't feel comfortable leaving their children with people who maybe don't have experience with children who have um, differences, right? Who communicate differently, who express themselves differently, who engage in behaviors that may look different from um, their peers. And so I came to Tabby and I was like, Tabby, I have this really good idea. 
<laughs> I always have an idea. I'm like, Tammy, what you think? So <laughs> I was like, hey, I think we should start our own babysitting company. And she was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I think both Tabby and I, anything we do, um, we do not like to half step when we do anything. So anything we do, it's going to be done professionally. It's going to be done well. It's going to be done with thought in, in mind and very intentional. So we took about a little over a year to plan. My sister has an MBA. And so she helped us, help us with some of the business aspects. We reached out to other resources in the city to help us with marketing because we're just two girls who like children with special needs. Well, love children. We don't know a lot about like business and marketing and all these things. So we took that year and change to plan. And then in November, we launched. And that's how EBC or Excel Babysitting Company got here. Tabby, is there anything you want to add? Did I leave off anything? No, I think you explained everything. And kind of when she came to me about that idea, my thought process behind it was, you know, one, I love the idea. Um, I was always, I'm always looking for ways to um, have another impact within our community and within this population. And, you know, I, like uh, Kayla said, we worked as a behavior analyst for several years, but I know there's, like I said, there's none, there's limited to no resources on childcare. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm on board. I want to be able to provide further support for these children and their family so yep. that was a wonderful idea and i was 100 percent invested yeah we really care about the families that's really important to us serving yeah. and i'm a jacksonville native so you know serving my city is important to me as well um that's you know i'm duval till we die so <laughs> that's important to me as well so i want to provide whatever the best services are out there i want jacksonville to have them just as well and so yeah. And, you know, like I talk about this with a lot of people, too, that like Jacksonville is so big and the population of children that have disabilities is like really big. It's like bigger than a lot of people yeah. know. And mm -hmm. even people have to travel from other cities to come here to get care because yeah. we're like the main uh -huh. area, like central area in Northeast Florida for a lot of the other surrounding um, cities and counties. So. You know, we have people coming in from everywhere to receive care here. So this is like really important. And um, so are you both work together? Is that and that's how you met? We did. Okay. Years and ago. So, you what? <laughs> Years ago. Okay. Yep. And um, so are you RBT or we are both BCBAs. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. And cool. I'll soon be a BCBA and an SLP. I graduate in August, so I'll be dual certified as a BCBA nice. and an SLP. Yep. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, we've been in um, the field for combined over eight, nine years now. I've been a BCBA for about six years. So, but yep. I've been in the field going on like nine years. So, I've been in the field for a while. Yep. And I entered the field, I think cool. uh, we, we didn't know each other at the same time, but we entered ABA at the same time. So we're both yeah. at year nine in ABA, but I became a BCBA three or four years ago. Yeah. The years get sticky. Okay. Listen, time yes. flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit more about like the clients, your client base, like who you serve. And um, 
Is it, you know, like, do they have to do paperwork? How does the whole process work for, you know, kind of getting your, your caseload and stuff like that? Or like, how do you, what do you call it? Getting, you know, your clients. Um, so our clients are, we get them through, you know, families reaching out to us. Um, we mm -hmm. try to stay active in some of the family groups. So you guys might've seen my post and our post from our business page as well. Like, Hey, <laughs> um, here's what we're doing. Um, we have an email list as well. So I guess, I don't know if we should say it now, but um, we can give our email list sometime in this podcast that um, if you okay. email us, you can be added to our email list and we send out emails monthly, um, at least monthly. Um, so we try not to be a bug, but you'll still hear from us. <laughs> Um, so that's how we source families, um, word of mouth, you know, families that we've worked with in the past. We've done a couple of marketing tours is what we call them. So um, some families might have received um, our little EBC love bags that we passed around to different like ABA companies and speech companies in the area. So if you've gotten a brown bag with a little pink sticker on it from your kids uh, therapy center, it was us. <laughs> um, and so that's how we we get families. Um, I guess, Tavi, you can kind of walk through the process of like intake. Yeah. So and then we also have our website too, xlbabysittingcompany.com. Um, if you go on our website, you can find more information about us. And one of our pages is the get in touch form. And what they'll do is basically they'll fill out their name, phone number, and they'll tell us a little bit about their family and their family needs. And that gets sent directly to us. And then we reach out to them based off of the information that they give us. Um, once they uh, reach out to us via email, um, then we do what's called an intake call, which is a 30-minute phone call with the family just to learn more about the family specifically and what they're looking for. Um, we find that a phone call is a little, you get a lot more information, a lot more personal information that way, and we really get to be more specific. Um, and it also helps us with um, matching uh, an appropriate sitter for them as well. So once we complete the intake call, we figure out um, what sitters we have available that would be appropriate for that family. Um, and then once we figure that out, what we do, we schedule what's called a meet and match. So a meet and match is where the family gets to do a 30-minute virtual meeting with up to one or two babysitters. So they want to get to meet them face-to-face -face virtually, and they get to ask any questions that they have um, to directly to the sitter. And we, uh, Kayla and I, help facilitate that virtual meeting as well. Um that way they get comfortable, they get to meet the sitters, and we try to we strive to do at least two options so that the family has a choice. Yeah. Um, some families um, have a preference or they do have a preference, but we try to give them our options. Um, once the meet in, the 30 minute meet and match virtual meet and match is over, um, if a family said, hey, we want to go with with this particular sitter, then we reach out to that sitter and they'll do an official booking. Um, and that's a overall summary of how that timeline works um, with us in that booking process. So do you allow in, okay, because I'm like a, a overprotective mama bear. Okay. Uh -huh. 
And even, you know, when I'm out looking for a sitter for date night or whatever, just anything, I'm like, okay, I need to meet you first. Cause I am like on a lot of the babysitting um, sites mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. And I see parents on there like, um, is anybody available tonight or tomorrow to babysit? And I'm like, are you about to just let someone that you don't even know come to your house and that babysit happens. your child? I'm like, I'm like, what in the world? It happened. <laughs> I mean, I would have families who they literally would message me on apps. I was on several apps back in the day. And I'm and like, oh my God. And be like, can you come at my house at 7 p.m.? And I'm like, sure. I would show up at 7 and they left sure. me with their child. So families are definitely have different comfort levels. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, I hear I'm you. I'm like, hey, I, I think can't do it. I'm like, no, that's a different type of family. I can't do it. So, do you? Do you? <laughs> I can't. Do you allow for um, the sitters, the, po- the potential, you know, sitters to do an in-person match? Because I'm, you know, virtually. I understand mm-hmm. if it's more convenient, but I like to meet the person in person because you know, it gives me a chance to see how they're going to interact with my child, how they're going to treat them, you know, if they're going to talk to them and stuff like that. And just, you know, I feel like there's like an energy, like a vibe. So I need to, I need to see you in person and see, you know, like what your, your personality and energy is like in person. So do you allow for in-person meet, meets, meet and greets? So we have done an in-person meet and match before. Um, our standard is the virtual meet and match. Um, but I mean, if we have a family, it's really important to Tavi and I that we serve families and I don't believe you can serve someone in a way that you think is best fit. I can only serve you in the way that you need to be served. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you have a family who needs, who they feel that that's something that's of concern to them, um, I think Tavi and I would both be more than willing to accommodate and facilitate something like that. And we have in the past, we've only had that one time. I will say most families that meet our sitters virtually are in love. (laughs) Um, So all of our sitters have at least one year of experience with um, children with special needs. Um, We do an extensive background check. um, And as well as we do an in-person five-hour training in company. So that's their orientation, their training and all of that. And um, we have references for them as well. And what else did I forget? They're all CPR and basic life skills trained as well. So they receive training from us, you know, about various disabilities, but I get the vibe check is important to a lot of families. So yeah. if that <laughs> yeah. needs to be, if you need an in-person vibe check, that's something we could discuss. Yeah, definitely. And so um, with the uh, the training for the, um, the staff, are they um, able or allowed to do anything like with medicine or feeding tubes? Do you guys service kids that have feeding tubes or need medicine or like have seizures and they, you know, like need an emergency medication? So I think that's on a case by case um, basis. Basis. Thank you, Savvy. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that we have sitters that can, once again, I can't serve you in the way that I think is best. I can only serve you. And I want to make sure that I'm truly serving your needs. So um, at one point we had a sitter available who had some medical experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a service that we were willing to, um, that we felt comfortable providing. Um, so it depends. We had another family that their child was on a feeding tube. They explained to us they had trained people who didn't have experience before and they had like, their family had like an extensive like 
yeah. And so we just checked with our sitters to see if they were comfortable. And then we moved forward from there. Um, as far as medication, um, it, it, once again, parent comfort levels. Um, if, but most families are like, oh, we'll give meds before you arrive. But if it's meds that are just like, oh, we mix it in applesauce and give them in a spoon, we're comfortable. Um, I think more um, higher level medical needs, that's something that we would discuss during the intake call. Okay. And so are you servicing kids from, you know, all, uh, you know, types of disabilities? Like, are you able to care for, you know, do you have sitters that are able to care for children that um, need total care? You know, like they are in the bed, they're in a wheelchair, they need, you know, diaper changes. Um, do they do like bath time with them? Or do you, you know, request that the parents do that before the sitter gets there? They are babysitters. So okay. that time is something that um, our sitters are comfortable with. Um, I think bath, bath time, bedtime routines are kind of the typical um, mm -hmm. skills needed for babysitters. Now, if your family has special accommodations that your child needs, I think as long as we feel that our sitter can safely do them, um, complete what you need and that you feel comfortable, that's something that we're comfortable doing. Um, and what was other question uh, comfortable toilet training and taking children to the toilets that are older and things like that or, or, or children that have a, a physical disability uh -huh, just yeah. like a developmental delay but we've yeah. had um clients with that too they, they might not have a developmental delay but they have a like a physical disability so we've had a variety of clients that way we're not limited just to um just like autism or or intellectual disabilities yeah and so um, I know that, that both of you are, you know, behavioral analysis. So do you provide those services as well or just only babysitting? We do not provide applied okay. behavior analysis services. Okay. Do you hear that, BACB? <laughs> <laughs> we do not provide okay. behavior analysis services. We are a babysitting company only. Okay. okay. <laughs> and and it's so it ties with our ethical standards. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, that's why we don't provide ABA services. It's something called um, dual relationships that we have um, in okay. our field. So due to ethical reasons, we cannot provide ABA services. So okay. we are just a babysitting company. Yep. And um, if you receive uh, ABA services in the area, we will ask um, during the intake call where you provide those services, where you mm -hmm. receive those services. And that's just because several of our sitters work for different ABA companies in the area. Oh, okay. We make sure to not pair you with a sitter that works at the company that your, your child um, receives services from. Just so that um, ABA company owners out there can feel comfortable that we're not putting you or your staff at any ethical dilemmas as well. And our, all of our sitters have to report where if they work in the field of ABA, it's mm -hmm. part of the contract that they have to report where they work at. So ABA company owners, we're also making sure that we are considering you guys and not um, infringing on any ethical things as well. Yeah. Okay. And so um, as far as like hours of service, what are your hours of service that you guys provide for families? Tabby, you got it? Or well, can yeah. <laughs> um, so it depends. So we do it based off of like, do you want a consistent booking or do you want a, an occasional bookings? So um, we're available 
throughout the day. We have sitters that are available throughout the day, um, weeknights, weekends. We do also offer overnight care if that is something that a family is looking for as well. So we are open to all types of hours. It's just based off of the sitters availability and what the family's needs and wants are. Yep. Okay. So, all right. With the overnight, is Mm -hmm. this meaning that they only can stay that one night or do you do like Friday and they can leave on Sunday? Do you like offer that kind of service? Yeah. Well, like if a family's traveling for a weekend or something like that, for sure. And that's once again, granted that we have a sitter who's available for that, who matches your family needs, you know, all the, all the boxes are checked, but yes, that is a service we offer. Yeah. So they can, can they travel with the family? As long as we have, as long as the sitter is available. So we have some sitters that are comfortable with traveling with families. Um, And so as long as that sitter is a good fit for your family Mm -hmm. and they're available, then yes. And so um, how often do the sitters have to like go through a training process? Like, do they have to have any other type of certifications? Um, saying that they, you know, completed the training besides their, their CPR first aid, do they need to have any other like training on maybe life skills, taking care of children, you know, that have different maybe behavioral disabilities or um, developmental disabilities? So right now we don't require any additional um, certifications. We do. I would say that I think our five hour training is pretty in depth. So we go over different types of communication. We go over the functions of behavior. Um, we go over like behaviors that are common um, that you might see and some um, appropriate ways to respond as a sitter. Like I said, Tavi and I are kind of, um, I'd say a good chunk of our sitters are people that we know and trust that have worked in the field or that um, other people that we know and trust, you know, can vouch for their their interactions with children with disabilities. Um, so they don't have any additional certifications um, outside of like, unless they're already an RBT or something like that. Right. Um, but that we require, but we do provide that five hour uh, in company training. And so what if a parent wants for the sitter to, you know, take their child somewhere in the car, travel with them? Are there any type of restrictions on that? Or do they need to, you know, sign any other type of documents, you know, allowing um, the child to be transported? We have a travel addendum that can just be, if that's something that we discuss, um, first off, you would have to discuss it with Tavi or myself. Um, and then in addition to like our regular contracts um, and paperwork that we have parents sign, there's a travel addendum that we would add on. And then we also receive the um, sitters insurance to make sure that they have car insurance and things like that for liability. Purposes. And a copy of their driver's license. Thank you, Tavi. Yes, that we have a copy of all of our sitters driver's license when they're hired with us. Yeah. And, and so um, when they go onto your page and they're, you know, going to contact to book the um, intake or consultation mm-hmm. with you guys, um, do you discuss like the pricing is this pricing very depending on the, you know, the needs of the child or do you have like a flat rate? Like, do you just discuss that during the, um, you know, the call? Mm-hmm. So I, we are pretty transparent. So our call, our prices are on our website. Okay. And then um, we also always discuss them during intake calls as well. So I guess I can, 
tell our pricing now. So it's $26 an hour for the first two children. And then it's $2 additional for each child after that. So let's do a little math. So if you have one child, it's $26 an hour. If you have two children, it's $26 an hour. If you have three children, it's $28 an hour. If you have four children, it's $30 an hour. We do not charge a different rate for different disabilities. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, um, um, we, that includes all children who are under the age of 18 in the home as well. So I know we've had some families who are like, my 13 year old is just upstairs on the video game. You know, unfortunately, because the 13 year old would be under the sitter's responsibility. He counts as one of the children, um, in the home. Um, yeah. And then there's some other like additional, you know, for overnights and things like that, but that's discussed. Um, What's the word I'm looking for in a case by case basis as well? Yeah. And all our prices are listed on like for the overnight and things like that. That's also listed on our website as well. Okay. And that's just a, a flat rate. Yeah. Yep. But we um with the pricing and the different very the varying disabilities, um, because we do a flat rate, Kay and I we discuss whether or not we have a sitter that's a appropriate for that family so yeah. just um we don't want to put uh match the family up with a sitter that we feel is not appropriate for those families needs so we definitely that's that's really a big part of our discussion is whether or not do we have a the sitter that has the particular background to deal with the wants and needs of this family and yes. if we have a sitter available then we proceed with the matching process but you know mm -hmm. sometimes we don't have uh, a sitter that we feel is an appropriate fit for that family at that time so yep. we do take those factors into consideration very true um, yep and, and then we've had families who we didn't have a sitter appropriate for their family at that time and then we came back and we're like oh we have a sitter that's appropriate for your family now and we reached back out to them yeah. um, just because I'd rather be honest I think both Tavi okay. and I we'd rather be honest and be like you know what we don't have anyone that's available right now but we're always hiring so if someone comes available we're like oh this will be perfect yeah. I'd rather be upfront and honest and yeah. help you serve you in the way that you need to be served yeah we always keep those families in the back of our head and our mind. Yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah as soon as you do an intake call with us your family has um like a family profile set with us while you're on that intake call with us, we are creating you a family profile and you stay in our database. So from there on, Tavi and I might be on the phone and we are like, we'll hire some, a new sitter and she has experience with toddlers who, I don't know, that meet specifications at your family. And Tavi and I are going to be like, you remember that one family? Wait a minute. And we can search certain keywords, right? And, oh, there they go. Yeah. And so we'll reach out. <laughs> and so if a, you know, not saying that a family would have um, any issues with uh, anybody in your company, because I mean, it seems like everybody is pretty wonderful. But if a parent had a concern or an issue that arose, do you, you know, request that they like immediately contact one of you or address it with the sitter at that time? Like, how do you uh, guys go about handling those types of situations if that were to come about? So I think it's varying, uh, you know, the sitter's in your home, right? So yeah. we ask our sitters to respect you just as much as we ask families to respect our sitters. That's part of our like values and that's in our handbook that is sent to families and sitters. 
So if you have a concern that is something minor, like, hey, you know, in my family, you know, we ask that you take your shoes off when you enter and the sitter walks in your house without your shoes. Remind them to take off their shoes. We are completely comfortable with that. That's fine. Now, if something larger has occurred and you, you know, are completely vexed and something inappropriate has happened, which we hope never happens, please, please reach out to Tavi or I at any point in time. Um, you know, we stand by our company and when we're right or when we're wrong. And when we're wrong, we would like to rectify that and, you know, see how we can be better. Fortunately, we have not had any instances occur, but yeah. if that, if anything occurs, please reach out to us. Yeah. And so um, do you guys have like a cell phone policy for the sitters or does that vary by home? Because I know a lot of parents, they're like, I don't want you on the cell phone, like, because you're supposed to be in here, you know, entertaining my kids, doing things with the kids. And so do you guys have a policy with your sitters or it just varies by home? So we don't have a clear, like, no cell phone policy, but it okay. is in our handbook that you need to be active. You, you need to be engaged. You need to be present, I think is how we place it yeah. um, in the handbook. And we... During those five hours, those things are said several times to our sitters. Um, and, you know, we have expectations that activities need to be done. Even for children who might not want to engage in activities, there's still an expectation um, that you're at least, you know, sitting next to them and trying to engage what they're engaging in and following them and providing their needs. Um, you know, we're not looking for us to be the um, sitter who's sitting on the couch, you know, texting and eating her popcorn. Yeah. And if a parent does come to us and said, hey, we actually we would mind that a sitter is not on their phones while they're with them, then that sitter has to respect that family's wishes. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, OK, um, I think this is the last question. But um, so do you guys know about the um, waiver program, the med waiver program? Yes. So are you guys vendors for the MedWaiver program? We are not. I know like vaguely about MedWaiver from like my professional career as a BCBA. Yeah. Um, as far as EDC is confirmed, we are not yeah. currently um, covered. We looked into being covered by Medicaid um, mm -hmm. and it just wasn't a, it didn't work for our business model and wasn't yeah. something that we wanted to take on at that moment. Okay. Yep. Um, so, so look up, look into MedWaiver in the future. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar. I'm not sure if Tavi is more familiar with what MedWaiver than. Mine. Um, it it's kind of similar. Mm -hmm. Um, with the we're not currently associated with MedWaiver, but it it kind of overlaps uh, a little bit. But um, right now we're not uh currently associated with the MedWaiver program. Okay. Yeah, all services are currently um, private pay at this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so uh, can you guys tell us, uh, again, where we can find all your information, you know, your website, if you have social media, um, you know, how they can get in contact? Yep. Um, Tavi, our, our Instagram is exhalebabysittingco. Mm -hmm. uh, that's our Instagram. Our website is exhalebabysitting.com. Mm -hmm. And our email, and I'm having Tavi confirm you guys because sometimes I misspeak. Um, our email is exhalebabysittingco at gmail.com. Gmail mm -hmm. Yep. And um, we are doing a special right now. 
relating to the podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast and you email us or put in part of your um, message that, hey, we saw you on Two Moms and Some Labels podcast, just mention anything that says Two Moms and Some Labels, we're going to offer your first hour of booking free with us. Wow, that is amazing. So you guys better listen to this episode <laughs> and get you a free hour of service. Yeah. And um I forgot to ask also too. Um, so how how many sitters do you have on your staff currently? Like is there a waiting list or it just depends on what time? Are you like pretty open with being books right now for any times? I think we're pretty open right now. Um, depending on once again, but depending on our sitters' availabilities. Um, so we have eight sitters on staff right now. Um, and we just hired two new sitters. So we have eight that are ready to go right now. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Nice. And there we haven't had to put any families on any wait list. It was just based off of if we okay. had a sitter availability. Mm -hmm. But if okay. we have a sitter available and then we think they're a good fit, then we're open to bookings. So yeah. Yep. And very rarely have you once you've met your sitter at your meet and match, we have very rarely had instances where your sitter wasn't available for your future dates. Most of our sitters, once they've met the family and a family reaches back out to us and say, Hey, can we have Miss Sarah come back? You know, on XX date, mm -hmm. usually most of our sitters are like, yeah, that works. And if not, that doesn't work. But I can come at six instead of five or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And then I forgot too. So do like, you know, oh, I want a date night um, uh, at the end of the month. Um, mm -hmm. They just reach out and like they've already been receiving your services. And yeah. then they're like, oh, at the end of the month, you know, I need to have a sitter from, you know, this time to whatever time do they go, have to always go back to the website or do they call a number or how do they go about booking? Do they reach out to the sitter? They can text our company number. They can email us. Um, a lot of times they reach out via email. So the XL babysitting co at gmail.com. Yeah. 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 Our best contact is, th is through that email. And then once they book with us, they just email us back. Um, Ahead of time, we just ask that all our families give us at least like five to seven days in advance so mm -hmm. that we can give enough notice for our sitters. But once they're there, then um, when they do any recurring bookings or future bookings, they all they have to do is just reach out to us via email. Yep. Okay. And for our recurring families, we lock you in for a month at a time. So we have families that have um, a sitter in their house um, two to three times a week. We have we just get their schedule once a month from them. Okay. Yeah. So if, if if we have any listeners that wanting to do like a reoccurring schedule or things like that, we like uh, like Kayla said, we will just do like a, a bookings on a month a monthly schedule and monthly um, basis. So yep. Well, I'm excited because I have been looking for somebody to do overnight that I can trust and, you know, has some experience working with kids with disabilities. Um, you know, it has been like years since I, I've been able to like go out on a cruise and, you know, just as special needs parents, like we don't 
get to, you know, we see everybody, oh, I'm going to Jamaica or I'm going on the cruise this weekend. And I'm like, man, is it wheelchair accessible or do I have somebody to watch the kids? You know, so it can be very stressful at times because we are the primary caregivers and, you know, it feels like we don't get a break and just wanting to get that time away, even, you know, like if you're married, being able to have that time with your significant other or your spouse to Mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, unplug from everything and kind of like get a break from doing all the, yeah, exhale, yes. Exactly, we're all about providing good vibes and moments for our kids to exhale, um, additional income for the sitters, for them to exhale, and then for families to have those times to exhale. Um, and just let go and be relaxed when the sitter is in your home. Yeah. And then just knowing that, you know, you guys are experienced and, you know, you're uh, B- BCA. How do you say BCAB? B- BCABA? BCA. There's so many letters. Behavior <laughs> 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 analysts. We're both behavior analysts. That, that is even, so yeah. Letters. So, you know, knowing that like the, the sitters have this, um, the training that is very necessary for this community of children is amazing um, because, you know, I'm not going to contact Susie on uh, Facebook to just come, you know, to, tomorrow night and <laughs> not she's never worked with anybody that has disability, uh, disability. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so glad that you guys formed this company, um, Exhale mm-hmm. Babysitting. And remember... If you're listening to this podcast, you better let them know that you were listening to this podcast, Two Moms and Some Labels, so that you can get that free hour of service and make sure that you go onto their website, um, their Facebook page, Instagram, and, you know, explore everything that they have going on. Um, If you need some time away, we have a company. We have a company here for you to get some time away and relax. Uh, (laughs) So um, thank you so much, Tavi and Kayla, for coming on and sharing about your business. Exhale Babysitting. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, I'm so glad that you guys uh, have started this business. It's so needed for our community. And uh, I'm wishing you guys much success. I know this is going to be, you know, big with the community for children with special needs. And um, I'm excited to continue to share this with everybody. And I hope that they spread the word also. Um, Again, thank you guys. And this is another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in.